0: welcome back. Welcome back to our show, our podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome back. Just welcome. Hello. Welcome, Hello. everybody. Welcome. How's it going? Great. Um, I'm, I'm Malia. I don't think we said that on our last episode. Oh, yeah. This I'm is, Hannah.
1: Yeah, this. Nice to meet you again. <laughs> if you're new. It's good hey. to be with you in your ears. Yeah. Um, I think we can just dive right in. Let's just We've start, got yeah. so much to cover. This is a, We're going to try to get through 13, 14, and 15 in this episode. Um, and a lot... A lot... I don't think a ton... Well, a lot happens, but we also learn a shit ton of stuff.
0: We do. We, we learn... So many things. It's, it is definitely when, it's when we start to get into the longer chapters, and I like that. Yeah. And the I, only thing that I have to say, really, about this chapter is... This bitch with her timelines confuses the hell out of me... My one-liner for this is it's only it's only been over one like again quotation marks over one week since she left her home How is that possible? That's that's where do you see that? Well, I don't know because it says on
1: page one Literally on page one.
0: Oh, well look at there. you go. (laughs) it had been over a week since I left my family That is such a weird timeline considering we're 13 chapters into this book a lot has happened and it's only been over a week like it wasn't mm, it's been multiple weeks it's been a month it's, what is oh, over a week could be eight days or more <laughs> that's all that that means it's insane if that i mean it just it just goes to her timelines get really interesting and they are even through all of her books i noticed they are all oddly compressed um Carson city is probably the least compressed timeline of all of them, yeah, that is absolutely true. She has that big gap. Well, yeah, well, we don't need to get into yeah, yeah. that. Not bad. important to the story right now, but um, it is interesting. It, but it does feel like even by the end of this book, hasn't it only been like, like a few months? I don't know. I'm that's what I mean by the end of this. I think it's beneficial
1: if we and maybe we'll share it with you all if we draw out a literal timeline. I am just love that. such a visual person that not having that sort of throws me off kilter because... I feel ya. Um, but yeah, chapter
0: 13. Yeah, uh, so give us, give the people what they want. The synopsis of, of the <laughs> very long chapter. Well, we left off and
1: she had been shown the study by Tamlin. Um, and we pick back up with seeing what was in the study, and basically it's just a really nice study. I don't know. Like she was just so she
0: was taken taken aback by it, oh which my is God, funny
1: was it that she's taken aback by a study when she literally can't read or write. But it's fine. Um, I don't know. Her main point right now is she's just trying to write a letter back to her family to warn them about, like, the sickness in the land and all that stuff. But it's like she can't read or write, so
0: she's... Well, I think she's so freaked out by how intense it is, because it's this, I mean, again, think Beauty and the Beast, the the movie, it's, um, I mean, a huge, massive library. This is like a, it's not just yeah. like a, a big, it's not like a study room that you see in the old English countryside. This is a no, massive room yeah. filled with a ton a ton of shelves of books of rows and rows and rows. He lights the candles a bazillion candles. I think it just says a ton. One hundred. Oh great. Yeah. One hundred. One hundred candles that he lights with magic. So it's just like in my mind he's opening these doors and it's just this big reveal of leather bound books and rich mahogany. (laughs) Yeah. So he basically is just like uh here you go and she's like fuck well I can't read single one of these books. Yeah. But she's
1: she's in there to write a letter to her family, so he basically leaves her to it. That's literally what he says. I'll leave you to it. <laughs> um, and she gets started on working to teach herself how to better read and write. And her, better herself every know, single day. It it is embarrassing to read her trying to learn how to read. I can't do it. Oh, I thought
0: I know. I was like, wow, it's hard to read her struggling to read. Yeah. But you know
1: Sarah's good at it because she has young kids, I'm pretty sure. So
0: She does. She has low, low kids. Uh,
1: but basically, like, the main point is that she is bad at it. But while she's in the study, um, she sort of, you know, takes a moment to snoop like we all, I think most of us would. For um, sure. And that's Love. when she discovers a painting. No, it's not a painting. It's a mural. What is it? Oh,
0: my God, a mural?
1: Um, So it, that means it's like this ginormous, huge piece of work. Um, and it's where we get a lot of information about Prithian, which is the island they are on, if you'll recall. Um, and it sort of tells a story that I would now like to share with you. Oh, tell us the story, Hannah. <laughs> Um It is the story of Prithian, and it begins with a cauldron, a mighty black cauldron held by glowing, slender female hands in a starry, endless night. Um, and out of that cauldron, basically, the world was poured out. It was tipped on its side, was it not? Um, it was tipped over, yes. And an ancient fairy language poured out of the cauldron um, and basically formed the world that they are now in. And that's how their world was created. And the mural continues on. I'm imagining it it starts almost like if you've ever seen Parks and Rec and they have all those murals in City Hall about, like, the (laughs) city. (laughs) Yes. And they're really fucked up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm
0: imagining that. All the blues are in mute. The atrocities are in blue. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I would just like to take a real-life blurb to go that's so hilarious that you reference Parks and Rec. I walked into the office this morning, the first thing I said was, you know what show I miss? Parks and Rec. It's so good. So good. I don't even know why I was thinking about it, but I did laugh because I was absolutely but thinking it, about it. That is kind of what it reminds me of, is <laughs> that kind of mural, because it tells the story of, of Pawnee. Absolutely. And this is
1: telling the story of Perthian. Um But yeah, the... the The mural continues, showing the war between humans and fairies. It shows the land divided after the war, the wall in between the the north and the south. Um, And then it shows the seven courts of Prithian, their island. And those seven courts are spring, autumn, summer, winter, day, dawn, and night. The center of the court being a snowy mountain range. Um... (laughs) If that was the <laughs> Obviously, like there's a lot more fluff in there to it than that,
0: for sure. But, but those are the highlights. Those are what you need to know.
1: Yeah, and then like obviously it also shows uh, the isolated fairy kingdom to the west that got away with no territory loss, which we know is Hibern. Oh. Um, is it?
0: Yeah. Highburn. Oh damn! You know. Did you think it was the other? Wait, choice? yes, I did, cause my note. I have a little sticky note. that <laughs> You know how when you learn to do north, south, east, and west, you do never the, eat soggy waffles. Oh, mine was different. What was yours? Never eat slimy worms. Okay, that, that well. makes more. I would eat soggy waffles. I'm be I honest. like.
1: I actually deal. like my waffles soggy and syrup. Oh, that's so upsetting. I like it to be high syrup ratio.
0: Yeah, lots of syrup, but you want it like fresh. Like you have to eat it so fast. You yeah, but I still want it to be like wholly drenched in syrup. I oh, never yeah, yeah. eat soggy waffles. I'm gonna have to make you some. Okay, never mind. There's a syrup that us. you need to try because it's so good. Okay, um, but do you just tap a maple tree and pour? No, that? it's called um, Kodak. It's a type oh, of syrup, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they make maybe pancakes too. Almond butter and maple syrup combined, but it makes it almost like icing that doesn't it's super thick but it's still you know it's not as runny as normal syrup, but it's not as thick as icing or frosting promo code and it's literally do we have a promo code i mean i'm gonna say this it's ten dollars a bottle holy shit it's worth it it lasts me like i guess i don't months, eat waffles and that you often. don't need that much of it because it's so so thick it's just so good it's okay. the only way i've ever liked pancakes because i'm a waffle girl but I don't have a waffle iron, so I made pancakes instead. And either way, I mean, I'll have to make you pancakes sometime now. Please do. Well, I also have I have a mini waffle iron. Okay, don't tell me these things. Well, you could just come
1: <sighs> to that's here. It's true. I have... You can come to me and make me waffles. Okay, well, either way. Come to me
0: and make me waffles. I will do both. Maybe <laughs> I that's, demand it. Maybe that's our next, next week we do breakfast foods for our recording night. A little ASMR for the people. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we don't have to eat it with. Them, no, know, but we eat before we do this because we obviously are hungry, hungry hippos. Um, but my point was is that I I got the direction wrong. <laughs> On my post-it note it says, "Interesting, the whole land to the west is hardly ever mentioned. Later, what's there? Well, it turns out it's hybrid, and I was wrong because I was speaking about the yes. big land to the east. Yes. Because the I east don't we, know my directions.
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We live and we learn, and we just learned. <laughs> I learned east is the still right. Living. Um, um, yeah, the East really doesn't get mentioned, and that's...
0: It, it bothers me a lot, and I I just wonder if that's going to come back have, up later.
1: It, I hope it does, I but think you are I going to come back to it. You just kind of have to let it go for now, because it just doesn't matter I in the context it of our story. It, it doesn't, so... Um, sorry, that was a sidebar, girl. Y'all. Guys, y'all. Y'all guys, She people. also vaguely mentions that there's children's books in the library, which I'm like, I don't know why she gets why so fixated on she? it. Because she brings it up later in the book and in book two. She does. Um, and it's just like, okay, did you not think Tamlin used to be a child? Like, he obviously, (laughs) this is his estate, like, I don't know, it's just so silly. Um, and then, basically what happens is Tamlin sneaks back up on her while she's, like, trying to learn how to read and write, and, um, offers to give her help, like, hey, I could help you write to them if that's why you're in here, and um, she, she uses the, that, instead of accepting the help, she mocks him, she goes on the defensive already, Mm. expecting him, she says, help, you mean a fairy is passing up the opportunity to mock an ignorant mortal, and then he says something that's really so sweet, why should I mock you for a shortcoming that isn't your fault,
0: Mm.
1: and then, like, because he's, he's saying, oh, will you help me with my hand, let me pay you back, yeah, yeah, um, And then she's she focuses on shortcoming. It was a shortcoming, Um, and I think she feels really vulnerable in this moment because it's like, it's a. I don't know. She kind of feels dumb for not knowing how to read or write,
0: and like it's a weakness, which it is a weakness. Well, it's it's one thing to be, um, it's one thing to be ignorant and not know what you don't know, Mm -hmm. Um, because if you don't know what you don't know, you you can't have any shame or yeah. regret or you can't have any negative feelings about it because you have it, it it's not even within your realm of understanding yeah. but she's aware so she's at the very least she has self-awareness and as we all know that's the very beginning first step of any change in your life is being self-aware so she knows enough to know that she's dumb in <laughs> in the way that like he even says it, it's not her fault and it isn't her fault yes. she was surrounded by people who actively chose to keep her um, undereducated, uh, despite them needing her. Yeah. So, half of me is like, uh, Did they do that just so she would have to figure out other things? Like, was it, uh, was it almost like a low key ploy on their part to be like, Well, you don't need to be educated because you can go take care of us? Like, yeah, I don't think they're that, I don't smart, think they're that yeah. vicious, though. No, I think they're really just selfish assholes. Yeah, <laughs> back um, to her family, they're just a bunch of dicks, pretty much. Um, hold on. So yeah. Like I feel
1: you on that. Like yeah. I just don't Hold think. On. Oh. He he was meowing the whole time you we were talking. That was. I
0: just you know I think that people will like it. I know. It's just if we can help it. Okay. I, but okay, I, think I he's just done. Now. I think that she's smart enough to know that she's not smart and that. That yeah. makes it harder, and yeah, that she makes says me more but, defensive and insecure. She says, "But to
1: reveal how little I truly knew, to let him see the part of me that was still a child, unfinished and raw." But yeah, like she, she does. She feels very vulnerable. Um, but like she goes on this, this whole defensive.
0: <laughs> she does the classic. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Are you? I'm fine. Um. But I think like
1: Tamlin is starting to get really frustrated because he doesn't know how to connect with her, and he sees Lucian connecting with her in this way that, that he sort of can't, and he can't figure out how to break through. And that's again,
0: you gotta his that temper bad, flares. You got to get rid of that bad energy, Tam. I can't Cut. with you. But like
1: <laughs> he, but he does. his temper flares, and like it even says he growled, but his claws stayed retracted, even as he clenched his hands into fists at his side. Jesus, like. And that's after like, Ferris says, um, because Tamlin's mad, like, oh, well, Lucian, like, you let Lucian, like, hang out with you. Why why can't I <laughs> hang out with you? And she says, Lucian doesn't pretend to be anything but what he is. And he gets so triggered by that <laughs> and is, like, pissed off. And, like, they get into this huge, it's not huge, it's really just, like, a passive-aggressive fight. Mm. And like, love a good one of those. Yeah, I mean that's, that's half of zone. my life. Gift zone, gift zone.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I think it's one of our gift zones. Absolutely. Give
0: me a high five on that one. Nailed it. <laughs> Awareness is the first step. It's the step to but letting you know. Um.
1: Like again, he says you aren't what I had in mind for a human. Believe me, but now he Indeed, says it in yeah. a way that's almost condescending, and like, I thought you would be more. Instead of, like, you aren't what I had in mind, you're different. It's like, I thought you would be not just different, but better than what you are. And she takes that as, like, I'm not enough. And that that self-hatred starts talking in her mind again, that self-doubt. You mean Nesta? Uh, Yeah, it's (laughs) literally illiterate, ignorant, unremarkable, proud, cold, all spoken from Nesta's mouth, all echoing in my head with her sneering voice. She's such a biatch. Yeah. Biatch! And so, like... They basically, like, she storms out, she gets out of there, and she had this list of words written down that she had, like, crumpled up. Oh, no. And she went to go back to, she went to go back to get them. She went to go get them from the library later in the day, and they were gone, um... And, like, she does a lot of reflection on their argument, which I think most people do, like, after they're in any sort of oh disagreement. Oh, my God, yeah.
0: Let me replay that 17 <laughs> times and figure out all the ways I could have done it differently, or let me dissect and read into every single way even your tone was an insult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty much. Mm-hmm, hmm And
1: she, she does mention, like... She said, "If he had better things to do with his time than come up with ways to embarrass me, then surely he had better things to do with me, better things to do than help me write letters to my family. And yet he'd offered. So I think she sort of realized, oh, like he didn't have to offer to help her write that. Like, yeah, oh, he was just I trying to be nice. Finally, and you processed. Got that. your panties in a wad about not being able to help yourself. Yeah, because like that's her whole thing. Is like she couldn't, she can't help herself in this scenario. Whereas." Everything up until this point in her life, she's been able to teach herself how to do. Yeah. And so it's like...
0: Well, isn't it kind of funny that, you know, she's so hung up on him having this harsh temper, but she also has a triggered temper. For sure. It's obviously not to his level because she's not an actual beast half the time in her (laughs) body, but obviously it's in there. She's got the the penchant for fury within, or at least with extreme dismay. Yeah. But
1: like in in her reflection she's not seeing him better. She's more just like validating her own feelings yeah. of like um
0: her biases. Well she's, she's also
1: control. like she's also feeling like, you know, I, I'm so stupid for thinking that someone like him would care. Let me just read it for you. for for someone I had so stupidly thought would really care if he met someone who perhaps felt the same perhaps understood in my ignorant insignificant human way what it was like to bear the weight of caring for others so it's like they're not relating to each other because almost in a love language way they're they're trying to relate with each other on different planes
0: and different levels and it's like you mean they're trying to speak to each other in their own love language when that's not necessarily how the other person understands it. Yeah. Like, like if, it'd be me, if I was Hispanic and trying to speak to you in Spanish and you don't understand it, but I keep yelling at you in Spanish, you're still never going to understand Well, yeah, me. she's
1: seeking –
0: but really what she wants is someone to understand
1: how she feels. And, like, she thought, oh, well, like, maybe he can relate to me because he also, like, has – responsibility on his shoulders to care for other people yeah. and like they're not they're just not clicking in that way um I don't know I just think it's interesting that she brings it up because that's a need that she's not having met is mm-hmm. being understood and she's I think seeking that and whether she finds that in Tamlin or someone else yeah She needs that need fulfilled. Yeah. Um, But outside of that, Pharaoh's back to her main goal. She's looking for a way out of the treaty still. Um, And she continues this search of sort of not only how she's going to get out of the treaty, but how she's going to warn her family about the blight. And in that search, she decides to seek out Lucian. Because as she's reflecting back, she's like, you know... All of my conversations, which mainly is Lucian, Tamlin, and Alice, like they're kind of eluding my questions and they're answering, but it's all sort of half-truths. And so she remembers that Lucian mentioned the Surreal, which is a creature that will answer all your questions. And so she sort of seeks out Lucian, in his room, which is similar to hers. Mm. Hues of orange and red and gold, like being in an autumn wood, which is just mm. some very, very obvious foreshadowing. Very obvious foreshadowing. Um, his
0: beautiful red hair. Mm-hmm. Luscious locks.
1: <laughs> um, but she's seeking out information for how to trap a serial, Um, and they basically have a hypothetical, a hypothetical
0: wink-wink conversation on how one would do that. Which trap is, a cereal. Yeah. Which is a creature, a cereal is a creature that um, answers questions that it chooses to answer but can give you the whole truth. Doesn't mean it has to, but it, basically cereals literally know everything. They got the T on everyone and everything. <laughs> but you gotta get one and it's really difficult to catch a cereal. Yeah. Um... And dangerous. And that leads us
1: to chapter 14. Where yeah.
0: Feyre sets out to do just that. There is one part in their conversation uh, that it's good to bookmark and come back because it will come back in the next mm-hmm. chapter. Um, while she, they're talking, um, they're... Obviously, they're just being like their witty banter back and forth and he's like polishing stuff or whatever. Um... He sits down a knife, um, and she actually, which she's like dipping out. She picks up that knife and takes it with her. Well, he offered it to her. Mm-hmm. Either way, she picks up the knife and takes it with. Like she didn't steal it. This is a knife she did not steal, but she does take his knife, and I only say it because it is referenced later. Yeah, it it's foreshadowing, because why would you know? Up to this point, she hasn't been given any other equipment. Or well, ways to defend was herself. A bow and quiver. Yeah, but that's like um, you know that's what she's used to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's a that's a great. Yeah. And you know he ends with the the very fun passive aggressive. I think I'm starting to like you for a murdering human. Like, gotta throw in a little jab in there still. Yeah, but they definitely are vibing they are vibing. Um, you almost think that they she might like him, but I think they're just like the BFFs. Yeah, they're just they're almost that brother sister sort of mm-hmm. banter
1: where yep. they bounce back and forth. Um, but yeah. chapter 14 I'm going to going to and do you have a do you have any
0: one-liner for this one? Uh, this chapter for me was a lot of I'm annoyed. Why? Because it's just where it, it, I went back to, she just finds out he's High Lord. Wow. Just finds out he's High Lord, even though up I to know. this point, it's been like this whole, like, are you kidding me? Like, we know. We know. Yeah. Um, I will spare you the details because
1: it, it's, it's it's. not like, super significant. Basically, what she needs to do is go to the Western Woods to a grove of young birch trees, she needs to bring a slaughtered chicken, a double loop snare, and she needs to be close to running water because cereals don't like to cross running water and that's her escape route. And Lucian also does say, like, if you need help, scream, and I might be nearby, wink, wink again, to come save you.
0: Um,
1: Mm -hmm. But, like, we don't need to go through... Basically, she just, like gets all of the supplies necessary, heads out into the western woods, finds a grove of young birch trees, sets up her snare (laughs) with a slaughtered chicken and a double-loop
0: snare, and then traces her pathways to the woods. I need to know how she found these grove of young birch trees. Like, that's just so specific. I'm going to be like, wait, where are these in the woods? Someone tell me. The western woods. Oh, my God. That's what he says. The western woods. I know. But, I mean, these Okay. I just am saying that is just so know. extremely specific and it's good to bookmark that little thing of all the things that she needed because yes. it comes up in the next chapter, the, the beginning. No, it comes up in two two more chapters, just up by that. So, sparing you the details of her setting up her little trap. Because which, you're going to go and read them yeah. and then talk about it with us and you're obviously going to get on the little message board. Um on our Instagram or Facebook, either one, and tell us what you think about these chapters. Because we do, obviously, we need to know a lot of things, and we have questions, and we want to know what your questions are, and what your thoughts are, so we can also then absorb those and live with them as well. Yep. <laughs> okay. hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Way to plug. Way to plug the things. Hey, I'm just here for um,
1: marketing. But... Let me find my spot here. One sec. Uh, so basically, she's just hanging out in a tree. Like a classic huntress. Just waiting for something, hopefully a cereal, to walk into her trap. And um, I just like this little line while she's hunting or sitting up in the tree. Is I'd probably want to do more than lurk about a manor house, too. Um, I think it just... It's so perplexing to her that these immortal beings are just, like, chilling. It's like, are you so complacent that you're just, like... But it's just, it's fun to bookmark in that little piece because... <laughs> um, appreciate you leaning into that one. Like, it's true. No one, everyone thinks it's fun to just sit around the house and do nothing all day, but it gets boring really quickly. Oh like, God, yes. like, when I had COVID, I was just, like... I want out, I want out of this house, I want to be free, please someone let me out, and yeah. like, that's how I would feel. Um, so yeah, she's just chilling, waiting for something to get lost in her trap, and that's exactly what happens. She oh traps God. a cereal. Yeah, she does! <laughs> it's a tall, thin, veiled figure in dark... Figure, <laughs> figure in dark tattered robes, um, and basically, again, I think we can sort of skip over the details unless there's something specific you want to yeah. point out. No, no, but no. I, I did. I good. made a bulleted list of everything she learns. Oh, good. Go for it. Okay. Tell us the
0: list. Here
1: is the list. She learns that if she goes home, her and her family could be killed. The serial blatantly says, "If you go home, there's a high chance you're gonna die. You're mm. gonna." Just go and die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then she learns that Tamlin is the High Lord. Mm. Shocker. We are so stunned by that fact. Whoa. Didn't see that one coming. Um, and he specifically emphasizes that the High Lords, they are not just powerful. They are power, which is a nice little wink, wink, bookmark for the end of the book. <laughs> We, yeah. we learn that surreals in and of themselves are older than this world.
0: Great to Which know. I just think it's fun. It's a good note. It's a good thing to note. I haven't said it's that enough bookmark? To say, And, and note it. <laughs> <laughs> we just haven't said that enough this episode. Um,
1: the surreal also gives advice to stay with the High Lord and all will be righted. And then he sort of launches into this pseudo-history lesson. It's sort of like unasked for information. And he says, the king of Hybern across the Western Sea, who is wicked
0: and hates humans.
1: Those were my lights.
0: Yes, they were. I know. I slash, uh, My uh, lights
1: just flickered, so. <gasps> I'm going to just. Pretend that that didn't happen, and we're going to keep going. But we basically learned that the king of Highburn is wicked, doesn't like humans, or the treaty that they have in place, and has spies in the fake courts in Prithian.
0: Um, I'm just not sure how that's light rain. I don't think it is light rain. I feel like the weather may be incorrect, Um, (laughs) because it sounds like very heavy rain... That's gusty and damaging. But anyways, I'm here. Okay, we've got this. We might end up having to re-record this episode depending on how bad
1: the, the wind is. Just go. Okay. Um, and then, basically, that's all they learn. And then they're interrupted by uh,
0: the, rain. the Naga. <gasps> the Naga? What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell us more.
1: Um, well, that, that leads us into chapter 15. So, like, I I'm, yeah. I have stuff highlighted that we can go over, but that's really the main bullet points of what she learns. Mm-hmm. I don't it's, think a ton of it is super quotable. No. Um, but, yeah. It's, um, a, it's a fun little history lesson. And is, the main yeah. thing is she finally can admit finally. that he's the high lord. and. Finally. Good Lord,
0: um. Now I would like to ask: Do you feel we can just there's a there isn't actually a lot that happens in fifteen? It's just very um action packed. It is. It's like but an she's action still scene. in the same place. So would you be okay with us just running through chapter fifteen and then closing out this episode because it really so. um isn't. I think we got time. It's it's not a ton going on. Yeah. Well, they're interrupted by the
1: Naga, so... They are interrupted by the Naga. It's, um... Nagas are fairies made of shadow and hate and rot. Mm. Uh, they heard... Oh, the serial says, They heard my scream and they smelled you. Free me, human. They will cage me if they catch me here. Free me and return to the High Lord's side. And she's basically, Aw, shit. What like, am I gonna do? And that's when she realized it's not just one, it's four. There's four Naga that are now... Uh, surrounding them.
0: Yeah. They, um, descriptively, they are covered in dark scales. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. So in my mind, I'm thinking dragon, black dragon. Um, they're a weird combo. Almost of, like a lizard. Yeah, of like serpents and male human bodies. Um, whose arms ended, pow- powerful arms, in fact, ended in polished black flesh-shredding talons. Mm. So it's like in my mind, it's sort of. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna this is the last Harry Potter reference I'm gonna make, but you know when when um, uh, the Dark Lord becomes human, obviously, and it's our boy with his little slit nostrils, mm-hmm. it's like him but all black scales with, like claws, yeah. At the end of their dino arms. human, black scaly thing, they um. just have serpentine features but human bodies. And that's the interesting part that I actually don't think I ever super digested. In my mind, they look like the dragons from How to Train a Dragon. You know, the little black one that he trained? But they're, like, the small. Yeah. So that, that's what I was imagining, and then I finally internalized, they, oh, like, they walk and run like humans. Yeah. it explains why, like, how they're running. Because in my mind, I don't know why. They have really long torsos, but really short little legs.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I was wrong. So basically, Farah has to make some decisions very quickly, specifically in three heartbeats, which just seems a little dramatic, because, like, that's a lot. I mean, that's not a lot. That's very short. I mean, you talk about you have no time. Split decision. But it, that's what I mean. Like, it's a whole page of her explaining her decision, yet it somehow took three heartbeats. Either way, she basically, uh, she creates a distraction by screaming, and in that scream, the Naga all look at her. She shoots an arrow that breaks her snare, frees the Suriel. Surreal launches past them. Then the Naga are pissed because they're like, well, fuck, that's what we really wanted. You scrawny human
0: really aren't that great. It's good to remember yeah. that, though, because that is actually an important detail that comes back again later. She has a history, or she gets a history of doing very humanly nice things for, yeah, generous things for, yeah, that I think fairies operate differently and they are very, um, cut and dried as a people. Yeah. They don't seem to have a ton of empathy or, um, heart or compassion. Yeah. But that, like they're, so, they've lived for so long and seen so much that their compassion is on the lower end of the spectrum. So I think that's what makes it unique for her to do it. Because she is human in this yeah. world, she brings this human element that I think that they've also forgotten the humans have. Yeah.
1: I agree. Um, so basically, the the four Naga chase Farah, and she ends up shooting one in the neck with her bow and arrow. Um, the other three pursue her. Like velociraptors. Yeah. And they're chasing her. She basically takes one of her escape routes, and obviously if you remember she screamed to create that distraction which should notify lucian hey i need help come help me yeah um and she's basically just like i need to try to head towards the manor as fast as i can and hope that lucian comes to save my ass Uh, but also like it is good to mention this whole time she's like Lucian did not prepare me for the situation at all. Like, he gave me very rudimentary details. <laughs> yeah. And she starts to question if his motive was to get her killed.
0: Oh, thank God. After, I don't know, 13, 14 chapters of him saying all the ways wish that she, she would... wished she would go away or be <laughs> killed or get out. I know. Thank God. She finally gets it. Yeah. Except not um, even. Oh, so basically, God. three of the Naga uh, circle her.
1: Um, and she tries to fight, which, valiant effort, but, like, she basically is in a losing battle with these three creatures. But they're trying to drag it
0: out and torment her. Mm. But it's a good display, again, more foreshadowing of her actual, while she's so focused on Tamlin's, like, preternatural, um, instincts and that, or, you know, his predator, whatever, and, um... She, again, it's another parallel where she herself has those very real animalistic instincts of survival. For and sure. it shows her tactical thinking. But she is a survivalist. That's what mm-hmm. she is at heart. That's, Absolutely. That's the mindset she's been living in it's really for the good last eight years. A scene... Not this scene or she's not fighting a bunch of things, but this her strategy in this is it highlights her strategy and the her critical strength, thinking skill. And her ability it comes to that later and yeah. at the end of the book or closer to the end of the book. For sure.
1: Um and basically Lucian doesn't come and she's like, mm-hmm. Fuck, this is I don't wanna go like this. Like this is this is not gonna be good. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um and she does grab Lucian's hunting knife. I know you you really highlighted that one earlier.
0: because she doesn't normally have a knife and she lost her but She can't like run and shoot stuff. Yeah, so. um even go. She does
1: end up stabbing one of them.
0: In the neck, too, right? Uh, There's a lot of neck shots. Or it's like its face. I think it's in its neck. A white hot mirror. Yeah, I grabbed the knife in my boot and slammed it into his leathery neck. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I think you're right. The first one. I think. I think she just good with the, the neck. I think she's good with the neck shots. Um. No, the first. No, no, no. The first shot goes to the snake. Let yep, letting it go. Oh no no no! She swung no. So I let my
1: arrow fly. The tip glittered like a shooting star through the gloom of the forest. I had all of a blank before it struck home and blood sprayed. The naga toppled back just as the remaining three rolled to me. I didn't know if it was a killing shot. I was already gone. Okay. So the first shot where she hits the, the fourth Amen. naga is unknown. My bad. But she does stab the third one in the neck. Um, and in that time. She's basically like, I took one out. I'm gonna. If I'm gonna go down, at least I'm gonna take some of you down with me. That's kind of her mindset right now.
0: No. no.
1: Um, and that's when she realizes that a shattering roar, roar sounded through the clearing, and it wasn't Lucian. It was Tamlin that came.
0: To to save her. Très intéressant. Yeah. And I mean, again. Yeah. She's putting all of her stock in Lucian still. And yet Tamlin's been the one to come to her aid literally every single time.
1: Yeah. Um, And he basically takes care of the other two, saves her sorry ass. (laughs) She's just like, okay, well, thanks. Um, And he does explain the reason he's out in the woods is because he was actually hunting the Naga and four of them got away (laughs) and they, they like, came to attack her.
0: Mm.
1: Um, But she's still in this... I just realized and found out that he's the High Lord. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah. I should have known, I should have guessed. Maybe I hadn't wanted to, maybe I'd been afraid. So it does kind of allude that she probably most likely knew and she was just being sort of weird about it. Um, but like, this is where I think in some ways the Stockholm Syndrome really kicks in. Mm, because to come back to he'd that. save me, killed for me. I wanted to tell him how much that meant that the High Lord of the Spring Court thought I was worth saving. Um, those aren't next to each other, but I mean, it's not even... Up.
0: I don't even know if that's Stockholm Syndrome versus like now she is starting to see value in herself because some man with who's <laughs> worthy sees value in her. Girl, we need to get you... Some books. Yeah. I think... <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's just funny that it takes a, a high lord thinking that she's valuable enough to say that she's then like, oh, well, maybe I am worth it if somebody else thinks I'm worth it. Yeah. She means zero self-esteem. Yeah. And, like, she also, I
1: think, in these scenarios, is starting to feel indebted to him in a way. Which where, happens, yeah. Yeah, it's like... That's a very human wow, thing, Like, too. you saved me, I owe you. Kind of thing, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just feel like that plays a lot into their entire dynamic of her catering to him constantly. Of like, oh, well, he's the high lord and he's done all these things for me, I should be grateful, and whatever. But that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. We can dive into that as we sort of see more of their relationship play out, yeah. Um, and basically, she's just reflecting on what the serial said to her, it's like, stay with the high lord and you'll be fine, and she's like, okay. Sure, I guess that's what yeah. I do. Yeah. And they head back they head back to the manor. But yeah, the big thing is like it's a it's a positive interaction between her and Tamlin.
0: It is. It it's definitely a point where she starts to see the, the better in him. Yeah. And he actually again, he's done a few things to save her, but this is one where it's really like He really saved, saved, saved her. But it changes because the context is he's the high lord. lord. And it's like, oh, when
1: you find out he's the... It's like in all the Hallmark movies. Oh, when you find out he's the prince, then that's
0: that's when things change. Ugh, you're right. You are right. That's annoying. But it's also one where um, the serial was like, you need to stay with him. Like you said. So there is that other element of, well, I know that now my fate's... Really tied to him, yeah. Um, and she is still trying to find a way to tell her family more about it. But the cereal, as we learned, also said, "Don't go looking into it more."
1: Yeah, that's the funny thing is like she went to hunt the cereal down to get
0: answers, and the serial is
1: just like, "Stop asking for answers. <laughs> like you're not
0: gonna." <laughs> you <need> are not <laughs> you do not need that's to a know. That's true. good, highlight. Um, good note. Good <laughs> bookmark. Yeah. Um. So she's she's basically like well I guess I'm still just gonna warn my family so she's still out here going like her only purpose is to take care of her family still if that's the best she can do she's still on that she's still on that kick and it's irritating it's, it's gonna be you for a while I know it just never we're not through it. we're not through it yet uh, that's good I think that's a good that's a good stopping yeah. point I think we can put a bookmark in it there I think we can until until our next episode. Which will be um, next Wednesday. Yeah. So, um, I'm Malia. in the
1: meantime. Oh, I'm Hannah. That's it's me. What's I'm
0: your name? Hannah. Hannah. Oh.
1: Um, but in the meantime, you know, connect with us on Instagram, if you still use
0: Facebook. Yeah. If you use that, I guess. Yeah. You can also email us. We um we do have a website. You can go leave comments there. Yeah. Um. Again, as you've Instagram already. Instagram is probably what we check the most, though. I would say. Absolutely. Instagram us, DM, comment on posts, whatever. Um, give us your thoughts, your feedback, your feelings. If your there's, comments, yeah, if there's stuff that you want us to focus on. We're obviously new at this. We've never made our own podcast before, and we're truly doing it because we just love this series and all the series that were written prior to, and post the series, and we just really want to talk about them all, all the time. We have a long game for this podcast, we just hope that
1: you guys are... Stick
0: with us, because it's going to be fun, we've got some things coming up. And we're going to continue making it regardless of what you think, but
1: it'd be (laughs) fun if you joined us along the way.
0: Yeah, and uh, if you have things you want us to touch on, or dig into more, we can do that too. Um, So we'll be back next time to talk about chapter 16 and on. Yeah, bookmark it until next time, bye.